Welcome to the Eye on Annapolis Local Business Spotlight. There are thousands of locally owned businesses in the area, some small and some large. Some you may know and others you don't. But one thing they all have in common is a great story, and we want to share it with you. Join us every Saturday as we talk to the founders, the owners, and the managers of local businesses you have come to know and love, and those you will come to know and love. Now here's your host, John Frenet, with this week's Local Business Spotlight. Well, I'll tell you, we are here at a relatively new organization in Annapolis, and one that I'm going to say that the, I'll go out on a limb here, that the founder of uh, never should have had to or ever wanted to create. But we're here with Mary Ewenson, who is the founder of the U Spirit Foundation, and that's E-W-E, like, I guess like a female sheep. <laughs> yeah, or like the first three letters of uh, our last name, which is Ewenson. <laughs> right. And uh, Mary's husband, Jeff, uh, passed away in October of 2020, um, way too young, uh, way too unexpectedly of a heart attack, right? Yeah. And I would venture to say that if you were in the sailing world, and I'll say the world, not just Annapolis, uh, you knew of Jeff Ewenson. And I would say that if you're in Annapolis and not in the sailing world, you may not have known it, but you probably ran across a new who Jeff Ewenson was. You know, there was a guy that had a, uh, in somewhat of an ironic thing, had a huge heart and, uh, you know, ironic to a point that he, you know, had a, had a heart attack. The word no wasn't really in his vocabulary. From the, <laughs> You're not kidding there. From the little, little you know, I, and I didn't know him that well, but it was like, uh, you know, before the question gets out, yeah, let's do it. And it could be an adventure, it could be a, you know, a silly ass, whatever it may be, but it's there. But, you know, after Jeff passed, though, I mean, you need, you needed to do something. I mean, you know, I would say that you were his, the love of his life. And obviously we know that, um, probably closely followed by your two pups. Um, <laughs> yeah. Sometimes I think he loved them more, but uh, it was close. There were, there were nights and, and then, yeah. then, then sailing comes in a, yeah. you know, certainly in a third. So, I mean, that's the, the trifecta that was Jeff Ewenson. And why, why did we go and start the U Spirit Foundation? Well, um, well, Jeff was my everything. And um, when he died, the outpouring of love and sympathy was incredible. I mean, just incredible. The number of kind things people said and the number of kind things they did for me. And right from the very first moment when he collapsed, um, people just took care of me. I, one of my coworkers found him. One of my coworkers picked me up, drove me to the hospital. My brother met me at the hospital. He was the one who had to let me know what had happened. He brought me home and my family and friends circled the wagons and took care of me. And I just knew even then that how fortunate I was to have that support system and also to have just everybody tell me how much they love Jeff and everybody had a story of a time that he had helped them with the most random things like <laughs> my, my trailer broke down on Route 50 and I called him and he came out and you know I, I wrapped a line in the prop out on the river and I called and he left a wedding to come and tow me in which really happened um <laughs> Him in his suit and me in my dress because it was getting dark and it was somebody's kid. We're like, we got this. Um, and he wasn't supposed to have his cell phone in his pocket, but the Patriots were playing. So he had it in his pocket. So he kept checking it. So we got the call and we went. Right. One of his very close friends also suffered a heart attack just about a year before Jeff died. And Jeff was part of the team that gave him CPR and saved him. 
And that inspired Jeff to go back to get more medical training so that he could be a medical person in charge on a ship offshore. He was a professional sailor, so he's offshore a lot. He just, he loved plugging in and helping. So when, oh, someone's passed away, you can make a donation in memory. The donations flooded into a couple of different organizations. One was Athletes Serving Athletes, which is a tremendous group that Jeff and I run with, where we push disabled athletes in um, wheelchairs that look like uh, jogging strollers. They're they're Just called joggers. Oversized, oversized joggers. And we run races with them. And we have this really great family of athletes and their parents that we run with. So they a lot of donations went there. And donations went to the Community Foundation to their emergency fund to help people in urgent immediate need. And it just became obvious that people wanted to help in more than just a sympathy card or flowers or or a donation, all of those which were so um, appreciated. I never understood how much it means to get flowers until I lost Jeff. And uh, never hesitate to send somebody a card or flowers, or flowers because every one of those things matters so much. I just thought we can we can capitalize on this uh, this enthusiasm and we can really help some people who need help. And and I. I thought of people like me who lose their their partner suddenly. There are a lot of people out there that the whole world can't stop and come take care of them, that they have to drive home from the hospital by themselves and maybe tell their kids they're going to lose their house or, you know, there's... And so we came up with this idea of urgent and immediate need, and that's what this foundation does. We we accept donations and we sort of, you know, aggregate them, so... People send us anything from $10 to $20,000, and we make it into $10,000 grants that we, we've found some, found some really cool organizations to support. Well, I know that earlier this year, you um, showed up at Chevy's one morning, <laughs> and uh, it's it's an organization that's sort of near and dear to my heart, but the Samaritan House, and yeah. uh, something hit you. Yeah, um, so... I have this crazy long commute. I, I go almost three miles from my house Ooh, to my brutal. office. It's brutal. <laughs> so, uh, you know, sometimes all I hear are commercials on the radio in between my house and the office. But that morning, I was driving into my office and I heard an interview with one of the board members of the Samaritan House was talking with uh, Rob Tim. Rob Tim on R&R. On R&R. And he was saying they were having this uh Burritos for Beds yep. fundraiser as at Chevy's the next morning. And it was because they were expanding their facility. And then he started to describe the Samaritan House, which I didn't know about. And it's literally, you know, five miles from, right. from here. And about how it plugs a gap and it helps men who are um, in recovery and they're coming usually from a residential treatment program to this, you know, they just need a little extra help. They need a helping hand. They need a support network. And they use all kinds of words like safety net and support network and short term. And I thought, oh, this is us. This is what you Spirit Foundation can do. And so I got to my office and I, I have, um, there are five other people on the board of the Youth Spirit Foundation. So you don't have, you don't have the checkbook yourself. I actually have the checkbook. I mean, you, you physically possess it, but. <laughs> yeah, I do. I, I, I have the checkbook. I'm the president. Um, I guess I could just write a check. Right. Um, but I wouldn't. And but you've I, got you've got to answer to the board. Too, I though. do, and they are phenomenal, and they have been. They have are a large part of the success of this foundation. So I sent out an email, and by six o'clock the next morning, the last person had weighed in. He um, actually happened to be in Europe, saw the email, and said, "Go do it." So at seven, 
I um, showed up at Chevy's with a check for $10,000 and it was, it, it just was so wonderful to be able to do that. Well, that's, it's amazing because I mean, you know, you would think that with Jeff's background in sailing and uh, certainly your background in sailing, I mean, you are the publisher and founder of Spin Sheet and Prop Talk and Fish Tales. Fish Talk. Fish Talk. I, mm-hmm. Every time we talk, I get that incorrectly. <laughs> it's because I think that's a movie. I think there's a be. movie it called could, that. Yeah. It could be. So, but I mean, sailing is definitely, um, you know, in your genetics. Oh, yeah. And I'm somewhat surprised that the foundation is not focused on sailing. And I mean, because you, you, you talked about recovery here, and I know uh, you, you've done any number of things, so it's not strictly focused on sailing causes, correct? Uh, no, in fact, um, we've not made any grants to any sailing causes. Uh, we are active in the sailing community, and as you said, Jeff and I, were, you know, we're both sailors. We met sailing. Our families, lots and lots of sailors. My, he, he worked as a pro sailor. I work in the marine industry. And early on, a lot of people, you know, said, well, let's, let's, you know, do this thing in sailing, this thing in sailing. And what we're doing in sailing is we've written, um, the 11 commandments of sailing like you, EWE. And the reason there are 11 is, uh, it comes from spinal tap and, um, it's could do 10 commandments, except this one goes to 11. That's one more. And so we have the 11 commandments of sailing that really, um, they speak to sportsmanship and inclusion and helping other people and safety. And that's the way Jeff sailed. He, um, I mean, he wasn't above losing his temper when something sure. went wrong on the water, but he believed that if you got into it with someone on the water when you were racing against them, the first thing you did when you got on land was you went and shook their hand and said, hey, you don't want to grab a beer because you, you just saw it you know, differently. And certainly as a young man, you know, and as a teenager, early 20s, I'm not sure that was his approach. You know, you know that, I think that's he a grew gene- into it. That's a genetic thing, I think, with men. I mean, I, I've talked to so many women that sit there and they'll, they'll sit there and hold a grudge. I mean, yeah. my ex-wife refused to name my one child Victoria initially. That's what her name ultimately is because she hated a girl in seventh grade that was a bully <laughs> named Vicky. The, you know, the, right. the the negotiation was that we would never call her Vicky. Right. And so so that, that went through. That but worked. I mean, I've talked to more women that say, how is it that guys can, you know, be spitting mad at each other, yeah. you know, maybe physically fighting, arguing, whatever it is, you are, whatever name, hurtful thing you want to say, and then it's over and say, oh, want to go get a beer? Yeah. Well, I think <laughs> it's, just- it's the right way to be, and it's how we, we all should be. And certainly, when you're in a competitive situation... And especially when you're in a competitive situation where you have big, heavy, expensive boats coming together and there's a little bit of, you know, perhaps danger, perhaps danger to the boat, whatever, tempers run high. Um, yeah, so he was really good about that, about not, um, and about encouraging new people into the sport and welcoming them. So we do that in the sailing community and we've presented Youth Spirit Awards to individuals who've done something really special on the water. That is usually, that award is usually a pair of red vans because Jeff wore uh, vans a lot. He wore red vans a lot. So we've made that sort of the signature trophy for someone who's done something exceptionally you-minded. You Exactly. Yeah. Neat. Neat. I, I think it's uh, it's amazing that you've sort of woven all aspects of Jeff into this foundation as it's as it's going on. You know, I think that um, while I am the president of the foundation and I'm the one who called up these guys and said, "Let's make a foundation and let's do it." 
Jeff really built it because his last name was so long. He always just wrote EWE on everything, and he wrote it in a very stylized way, which you've now seen that logo. Well, that, that he was one created of my questions. That. He okay. created it. It was on his life jackets. It was on everything. He had the tendency to lose things. If his mother were still alive, she'd be like, oh, my God, he lost everything. But So he would put it on the outside of his life jackets on everything. And so right after he died, good friends of ours were all talking to each other, probably on a Zoom call. I was obviously not involved in it because um, one is in California, some are in Michigan, some are here. And they said, remember, he used to write that EWE on everything. So they got those U stickers that you see now. Right. They designed it that week, the blue one the with the white on it. And um, one of Jeff's closest friends from college brought me one of those the day of the memorial service. And that, so he had a he had a logo. It was recognizable in so many big boat trailers out there. There are life jackets with EWE on that. I mean, as you said, internationally. And he, you know, he didn't do the America's Cup. He didn't do the Volvo Ocean Race. He wasn't at that level, but he sailed at a very high level and he sailed internationally, did Olympic campaigns, things like that. So we knew a lot of people. So we had a brand. He was kind and, uh, I mean, I'm biased, right? But um, but he was very well-liked and well-loved. And then because of virtue of the fact that his business, there were a lot of people who have disposable income who could contribute to the um, foundation. And then Jeff had this way of helping people. You know, someone would stop him outside Starbucks and say, do you have five bucks so I can get a sandwich? And Jeff never had five bucks. He'd say, I have a credit card. I'll buy you a sandwich. sandwich. He'd go in and buy a sandwich. And then he'd sit down and eat a sandwich with that person. Not, you know, he just, he loved people. So he really made the blueprint for this foundation. I didn't, I'm just kind of made it, kind of, he, kind of made it easy for you. Yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, it really ties into what the mission and I grabbed it off of the website. I mean, it was, uh, uh, the U spirit foundation's mission is to honor the legacy of Jeff by helping those facing immediate hardship, bridging financial and social and support gaps through mentorship, outreach, financial assistance, creating a kind world where everyone has the resources and opportunity to live with dignity, hope and joy. Um, and I mean, you pretty much sum that all up, right. You know, with a, with a, hey, can you give me five bucks for a sandwich? Yeah. You know, there was an immediate need. There was a, you know, let's sit down and let's bring some joy for, maybe this is for 20 minutes. Exactly. Um, but it really changes the life, the day, certainly, of the person that needed that needed it. And, yeah. And, um, you know, we've, we've supported some really excellent organizations, you know, the Starboard Society, which what they'll do is they'll... They'll help pay a car repair bill or a month of rent or a medical bill for someone. Um, we There was an organization down in Key West called Sister Season, and they help people in the service industry who may be out of... It happens a lot in Key West for things like um, hurricanes. A restaurant closes down for a couple of weeks and... There's your income. You can't pay your mortgage. Well, during COVID, that's been horrific um we um organizations that deal with food insecurity we have one called mothers helping mothers in sarasota florida that is for um new moms who don't have car seats who don't have a crib for their baby a lot of times i think of it as if you've ever been on a boat and you're coming into the dock and you go to step from the boat to the dock and you can't quite reach and you're either going to go splash or someone grabs your hand like it's jeff's hand and he's pulling you across that's awesome. Yeah. That's that's that really you you need to be beaming for this. <laughs> I, I, I mean I, I I I hate that you're here. Yeah. Um you know and as you know certainly I not, take him back 100 um, times out of 100. <laughs> you know dissolve dissolve he was everything. Yeah. <laughs> um but wow, wow. Where where do you see 
you Spirit Foundation going in the future? I mean, obviously you've come out like gangbusters in the last, right. uh, you know, nearly two years. Um, I mean, do you see growth for this or is it going to be pretty much where we are? But I mean, I think it's kind of interesting that you're talking about all these organizations as Jeff was a globetrotter per se. Yeah. But I mean, that are working, you know, in, you said in Florida and Sarasota and in Key West and, you know, certainly here in Annapolis and, and everywhere, which is, you know, which is which is great. Very intentionally, we've picked organizations that are in towns where there are big sailing regattas. And part of that is because Jeff got a lot of joy out of those communities. So we want to give back to those communities. But also because I feel that those individuals who can travel for sailing, they're not necessarily all wealthy people. Some of us, you know, some of the people traveling for sailing are not wealthy at all, but they're fortunate. They're fortunate that they get to go either work at the regatta or sail in the regatta or go to these beautiful places. And, you know, the regattas come in and they're there for a week or a few days or whatever it is. And then they head out. And if the Youth Spirit Foundation is there with them, then we leave a little something behind. And sure, all those people spend money in restaurants. It's all good for the economy and everything. Sure. But but we help, you know, in, in Miami, there is an organization, Voices for Children, and it's for kids who are in the um, court system who are, I mean, gosh, who needs urgent and immediate help? Those kids. Yeah. And uh, Martin Luther King Foundation in our community center in Newport. So we found a lot of cool organizations. I, I think what I'm hearing from some of the people that give to us is that they, they want to be philanthropic, but they don't have the time to go and research and find the right place for their money to make a difference. Or they feel that they are not going to be able to give away $20,000. So what's the point of giving a hundred? And then they see that, Oh, but we take, we can take all those hundreds and make it 5,000 or 10,000 or 20,000 and really make a difference. So I am optimistic that, um, I mean, already we've granted uh, $180,000. We expect to do another 30000 this quarter. And um, I, I just want to keep growing it and making a difference. And uh, we're fine-tuning. As we, as we go, we're sort of figuring out sure. where we're effective, what we can do, how we can fundraise. We do the regular mail-out-a-letter appeal. We do emails, that stuff. But we've done some peer-to-peer fundraising through some um, a local youth spirit cup regatta that the sailing club of the Chesapeake did. Well, that's what I was going to ask yeah. you. I mean, are you doing any kind of events? I mean, this seems like it would be prime to have, right? like easy. you mentioned, the youth cup regatta. Yeah. Uh, youth spirit cup regatta. But, yeah. I mean, is that that's in the works? Absolutely. Uh, so our first one, uh, last spring, the sailing club of the Chesapeake hosted a regatta and east of Maui hosted a stand-up paddleboard race that um, the foundation was a beneficiary of. And then some local regattas, the Scrupile regatta, and um, CBYRA and Power Squadron have made some donations in memory of Jeff, which are phenomenal. But then the southernmost regatta down in Key West, there had been Key West Race Week for years, and it had taken a hiatus, and the um, uh, Sailing Inc. came, and they um, created this southernmost regatta. And they made the Spirit Foundation the beneficiary, and that was our first foray into peer-to-peer fundraising. And we also ran in the um, QS Half Marathon and 5K. So basically, people signed up either to sail or run, and then they um, fundraised and made money. And so we made, I think it was close to $25,000 in that and granted money back in QS. And then um, the Youth Spirit Cup has grown, and we 
made uh, raised just about twenty thousand dollars, and then the East Maui Sup race. So, I think we're going to settle into probably three or four events a year doing that peer to peer fundraising. And um, yeah, that's fun. That's fun. Well, how can we help you? I mean, we can go to usespirit.org, and that's E-W-E spirit.org. Mm-hmm. Um, I know there's donate here buttons and everything else on there, but yeah. I mean, uh, donations is, is the big thing because, I mean, you're resending this out and doing good for the communities. Yeah. Um, volunteer, do you need volunteers for different events and yeah, um, merch sales? You know? Yeah, we um, we do. We don't have a huge number of volunteer opportunities. We I have... Um, we have a director of operations, Claire Ward, who is phenomenal, and she organizes everybody and everything that we do. Coming up, we'll have a booth at the uh, Annapolis Sailboat Show, just inside the main gate. But one thing that is really helpful to us is, uh, first, on the sailing side, anytime somebody hears about somebody doing the right thing or something really out of the ordinary, we want to know about it because we want to celebrate that through our our social media channels because I, I, I like to call it I catch people doing the right thing. Catch them. Don't catch somebody doing something wrong. There's pl- tons of people who do that. Catch them doing something right. I just saw a DNR post yesterday on Facebook okay. and, and they, they were pulling over boats. And of course, you know, the parents are probably going, Oh God. And they were giving the kids t-shirts saying, I got caught. We're in my life. Fest. Love that. You know, and it was, uh, you know, then the kids are beaming and everything else. So it's- I mean, Perfect. That is so very you. And Jeff always wore his life jacket. He wore it because he loved me, because I love him, because I said it just didn't pass the headline test for him to drown while he was sailing offshore. Like he had to wear a life jacket so he would come home safely to me. Uh, goes to show how much good worrying does, you know. But, <laughs> but um, so he was well known for wearing a life jacket. But yes, I love things like that. People can also, when they donate, they can pick up a, a t shirt or a hat or a sticker. And the beauty of that for us, first, it's a very cool logo. It's very it is. fun. Um, is that we find people meet each other because of the logo and they share it in the youth spirit group on Facebook that, I mean, I've had friends that ran into each other in Massachusetts, in Florida. I just had one of my former students was at a concert in Montana. She saw a guy wearing a youth spirit hat. She, she walked up and talked to him. He was from Wisconsin. I mean, how, where, 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 agree, where does that connect? It's that connections is so well, fun. I do love following your Facebook page to find out where, you know, you see the pictures where it is. Yeah, like, oh, where here, is here, here, here it is. It's on the mast of the, you know, on the boom of the sailboat, it's on the you know, you know, on the hull, it's on a you know the, you know, and I see them all over town. And yeah. where was I? I was someplace not here, and I and I did see one that was relatively far away. It was yeah. um, you know, maybe in Philadelphia, right? So it wasn't you know, wasn't hugely far away, but it's neat. And it, I and I, I imagine when you're out and about or traveling or whatnot, and you and you spot one in the wild, it probably really. Warms your heart. It, it really, it really does because it tells me that we're remembering him and we're remembering him well. And um, that's really good. And when someone's wearing it, someone says, Hey, what is that? If they can tell the story of what the organization is and what we do, and if they also knew Jeff and they can say who he was, well, that, you know, that it makes what we're doing that much more special. Uh, my favorite, favorite somebody seeing the logo story though. St- to date, is the um, woman, poor, poor lady, walked up to me in a line, and I was wearing that. And she said, can you tell me what that is? And 
through this conversation, I'm I'm keeping it together and mostly not okay. crying as you and I are talking. But um, sometimes I just you know start to blubber and no, can't, I, can't go at all. Yeah. So I was like, I can, but you're gonna have to wait a second as the tears streamed <laughs> down my face. And she, to fill the dead space, said, "You know, I've asked so many people what it is, and they don't know. But one person told me she's pretty sure it's a book club." I was like, that is awesome. A book club. <laughs> I want to be in a book club that has 3,000 stickers in the wild, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No I mean, kidding. that would make Oprah and Reese Witherspoon really happy if oh. they had that many stickers. I mean, I know they have way more than that many people in their book clubs. but uh, <laughs> Oh, my, a book club. A book club, because I would be so Jeff. I mean, you did read, but maybe right, not in a book club. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll tell you, just an oddball question. Where was his favorite place to sail? And you won't hurt anybody's feelings here in Annapolis if it's not here. Uh, you'd probably go sailing in Bomb Alley in Sardinia. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, obviously, he, he was he was raised in Newport, Rhode Island. It was near and dear to his heart. You know, he there were a lot of places that he really loved. And uh, I think if you were to ask him... He would say, uh, anywhere he was sailing our Viper with me. Right. But he did love Sardinia. Awesome. Mary, thank you for establishing this. And, and I don't even want to say thank you for keeping his memory alive because there are so many people that are doing it. And yeah. um, I, I knew him very peripherally. I mean, I've met him maybe <laughs> seven or eight times. And I certainly, you know, I mean, you know, from the time that he saved the guy down at City Dock with, that had a heart attack. Right. Um, you know, he was the first one there to start to do CPR. I'm trying to remember what the story he was. He was part of the, yeah. And he he was not the first one, but he was, he was on the scene right away. And he took over and was doing the CPR. I did it for a very long time. And um, when the paramedics got the call, they hadn't, they didn't know that Carl was in cardiac arrest. So when the paramedics arrived and saw Jeff performing CPR, <laughs> they were a little bit surprised by what they'd come across. But then the lead on the team told me, Jeff was doing such a good job at it. They said, can you keep doing that while we get all ready? And then we'll swap somebody in. There was a great team of them at SSA, really good sailors that just everybody did the right thing and saved Carl. And that was a huge gift to Jeff to be part of that, to help save somebody's life is is amazing. Was very few of us have the opportunity, the ability to make quite the difference that that Jeff has. Yeah. And, um, you know, still two years later, I mean, you know, I'm, I'm still so sorry for your loss. Thank and, you. um, you know, and, and it's never going to get any easier, I'm sure. Nope. Um, <laughs> you can press forward and, and keep remembering. I think you're doing a great thing to honor his spirit, honor his memory, and live like you, right? Exactly. Live like you, run like you, sail like you. Yeah. But thank you very much for uh, inviting me on because. I, I loved that boy and still love that boy and I uh, love this foundation. And, and it's because of the support of the community that I'm still breathing and that uh, we're making such a difference. Absolutely. YouSpirit.org is where you want to go learn all about it, learn all about Jeff. A lot more than what we discussed right here. I mean, uh, some great pictures. Uh, I just discovered actually before I came over here, the uh, little YouTube clip with the you laugh, the oh, famous you laugh. I know. <laughs> I can was, only uh, listen to that sometimes. He he wasn't a quiet boy, and he had a big laugh. <laughs> it's it's a happy laugh. Absolutely, Mary. Thank you so much. I appreciate your time today, and thank you. You know, thank you for keeping keeping the memory alive. Thank you. 
Thanks for listening to this week's Local Business Spotlight. Please make sure to visit ionanapolis.net for all your local news, events, and opinion. And in case you haven't already, please subscribe to the Ion Annapolis Daily News Brief, where we bring you all the day's local news direct to your phone, tablet, or computer in about 10 minutes. It comes to you at 6 a.m. every Monday through Friday, and you can subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.